Hello, 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 and welcome to Rainbows Rising, where we ascend together. I'm your host, Rainbow Raja. Welcome back for another week of, you know, ascending. Another week of getting deep into ourselves and reflecting on things that we want for ourselves, things we want to change, things that will elevate us, inspire us. Maybe even things we can change about ourselves. The only way to do that is to use these tools. The tools that I talk about each and every month. The tools that I help you guys learn how to use. And one of those tools we're covering this month in Signs and Symbolism. We're going to be going over just some really basic ways that you guys can start to recognize signs and utilize symbolism in your day-to-day -day life so you can really get more depth, more, uh, more understanding from certain, certain situations. So I hope most of you have had an interaction with signs, whether it be synchronicities of numbers or, you know, talking about somebody to a friend and suddenly they're calling you or just having that dream, that premonition dream. And several days later, you are in the right place at the right time. And that deja vu hits and you know, you know, you've been there, you know, you saw that and you remember that dream because you wrote down your dream journal and you told your best friend the next day because she was in the dream. I can tell you I've had that happen. Um, and that those are just moments that are beyond explanation. There's no way you can be like, oh yeah, those just a coincidence. Those are moments that make spirituality special, where you're getting answers, you're getting signs, you are recognizing patterns. Now there is a way that you can take this to the extreme, and we'll actually be talking about that next week. We'll be talking about how to use discernment when coming to signs and symbols and messages and working with, um, you know, whether it be psychics or going to, to spiritual festivals and how to really be discerning and know when you're being taken advantage of, know when you're being swindled, know when, when you're having an interaction that somebody has actually like manipulated the situation as causing that interaction to feel special. We will be talking about that next week. So if you're a skeptic of all the signs and symbols, well, please join us next week. You'll get a kick out of all of, out of all of that. Cause I've had my fair share of, of interactions that went really sour just because I was too naive. I was too naive. And I wanted to believe what someone was telling me, or I wanted to believe in signs and symbols that were coming to me through manipulated sources. So if you want to learn more about that, tune in next week. But this week, I'm going to give you guys some practices, three practices. We are going to go through these practices together and help you cultivate more response from the universe, more response from your guides, more response from your animal spirit totems that you're working with. The first thing 
you need to do in order to start working with your animal spirit totems or your guides or whatever is you need to define one source that you're connecting with. That can just be the universe. That can just be the light. That can just be God or Jesus or the coyote or whatever. And some people really don't know who they want to connect with. They they don't have a, a strong concept of who they want to connect with. So it's really important that you sit down. You take a, you know, you take a journey. You do a prayer. You do a meditation. Whatever it is you need to do to get that clarity of this is who I'm connecting with this month. This is who I'm connecting with this week. This is who I'm asking answers from. That's how you can start to connect. That's how you can start to engage in interaction. And eventually this can evolve into channeling and having full dialogue with these these beings. But let's first start with that interaction. Decide who you're connecting with. So for me, a good place to start with wanting to receive signs with listening to the song of the universe. That's how I like to really hear it and see it. Um, It's a call response. And I will be going into some ways that you can activate this call and response. But the very first thing that you need to cultivate, that you need to almost master completely, is being present. Being in the moment. Having your mind clear of distractions, of worries, of thoughts, because that will completely damper and suffocate whatever messages are trying to come through. Whatever your eyes, your ears, your sense of touch, your intuition will pick up will ultimately be muted if you have worries about your taxes, if you have worries about, you know, of what you're going to do next week for your work presentation, if you're thinking about the past, about all the trauma, about what your friend talked behind your back to your other friend, or about that one time that you dropped your ice cream and it was the worst day in the world, If you are focusing on those memories, on those thoughts, on those feelings, you will not hear the universe. So if you struggle with mind chatter, if you struggle with invasive memories, invasive worries, that's okay. You're human. We're all human. We all struggle with that. But the point is that despite your struggle, you should be coming back to the present as much as possible. When you find your mind wandering, you take a nice deep breath and you bring your attention back to your heart. You bring your attention back to the soles of your feet. You bring your attention to the center of your forehead. You bring your attention to the tips of your fingers. Find a place that feels right for you. Maybe change that position on your body. Change the the activation for presence, right? Maybe every time you find yourself wandering, you touch your fingertips ever so gently just to feel the ridges of your fingerprints. 
Maybe you just gently caress your, I don't know, your eyelashes. The goal is to bring you back to your physical body, back to the physical sensation in your body and out of the past and the, and the future. Can't do anything in the past. It's happened. And as much as many of us wish we, we, we could rewrite horrible things that have happened and mistakes we've made, the truth is, is the more you dwell on it, the bigger it gets and the more power you give to it. The more power you give to those people that wronged you because they're wasting your time and your time isn't just your money. It's your literal life force that they are sucking out of you. Every chance they can get, every moment you spend on what somebody has done to wrong you, they are sucking your life force out every second, every minute you spend thinking about what they've done. Stop giving them that power. Bring yourself back to the moment. And if there's something that's so invasive that you, no matter how many times you meditate, no matter how many times you do Reiki, you get Reiki done, you just can't get past it. Well, you can talk to a doctor about that. You can talk to a life coach about that. You can talk with a therapist. You can get shamanic healing. There are people who are out there to help you. You're not meant to do everything alone. Human beings are a tribe-based you know, mammal. We all need community. As much as we are strong independently, a tribe is important. There are places in our bodies that we cannot access without the help of another. So don't be afraid to reach out to others. But in the meantime, be present with your body, with your breath. Find moments to take those deep breaths, moments in nature, throughout the day as much as you can. And when you can do that consistently, you're ready for the next step. Now that next step is that call and response we're talking about. There's two different ways to do that call and re response. The first is to define who you are asking an answer from. So I am calling out to Crow. I am calling out to a fairy queen. I am calling out to our Lord baby Jesus. I am calling out to Ganesh. I am calling out to Kuan Yin. I am calling out to Mother Mary. I am calling out to the Spirit of Dragons. I'm calling out to the Galactic Federation. I am whoever you are calling out to. Specify who you're talking to. You don't pick up your phone and just say, Hello, who's there? Well, you know, back in the day, you'd talk to your operator in order to have them connect you to whoever. But you don't just pick up your phone and random dial. That's a bad idea. Bad idea. It's like, you don't do that with Ouija boards. You don't do that with, with the universe. You direct who you're talking to. And if you're not directing, 
to whom you're talking to. Make sure you're specific about what you're trying to receive and, you know, just so just to make sure that you are actually getting what you want. You've we've all heard that phrase, be careful what you wish for or may come true. Well, this is that situation. Signs, synchronicities, symbolism. Well, symbolism's a little different, but signs and synchronicities, we are asking the universe and all of the entities and beings that exist within the universes, we are asking for them to give us signs and symbols and to help us understand that we're on the right path and um, which path to take that is going to most benefit us. But, you know, you just gotta, you gotta be able to define or else you'll get a bunch of crazies who are going to respond to your very vague call out to the universe. Um, so define your deity, ask your questions, and be sure if you're new to this, give some limiters, give some limiters, like time span, or a specific symbol you want to see, or a specific message you expect to receive. Um, give, give your, your receiver of your wishes a key to follow, some kind of guide, what you are expecting of them. That way they know how to get in contact with you. They know how to, how to answer you properly so that you will hear it, right? And the second one is asking a specific question, asking a specific outcome, and asking for the, you know someone to step in and assist you and to make themselves known. So that would be like me saying, I have so much trouble with confidence in myself. I'm sitting, I'm doing a ceremony, you know, just envision me sitting with some candles and I've got my, you know, my four directions and I'm just sitting talking to my guides like, hey guys, I really need someone to step in. I really need someone to help me learn confidence in myself. I really need someone to help me feel like like people are receiving me well, that I'm not just some crazy hoo-ha on a podcast. Please help, help me have confidence. Help me feel like I'm doing a good job. Help me know that, that I'm on the right path. Um, send me someone to help me. And I'm open to receiving whatever is for my highest and best good. And I reject anything that is not going to help serve my life mission. That's not going to help me support myself um, emotionally and physically and mentally. So those are kind of the limiters I give. That's kind of the example I give. I'm talking out. I'm asking for someone to step in. I'm asking for, for them to help me with a specific task. So there's an expectation, there are parameters about like what I want to receive. Now, some people go about asking for signs and symbols in a specific way, like possibly you light some candles, you do a spell, you sing some, some words or say some words, and this whole ritual, this whole ceremony 
is with the intention to receive that help or with the intention to get those answers, right? But there's always a two-week period of energetic realignment where that's when you're going to be receiving your answers. So if you want to do it that way, if you want to do it through prayer, if you want to do it just by writing, just writing a note, note, piece of paper, you write on a piece of paper, you fold that note up, and you light it on fire, you send it to the ether. If you just want to say it to the night sky as you're looking at the sky, that's fine. You want to say it to the water, say it to the water. The goal is, is that it is in a tangible form, so the vibration can be sent and received. You don't just say it in your head. You won't get much response if you just say it in your head. I know this because I have tried saying it in my head really loud. And you just, there's just, there's strength in the ritual. There's strength in the ceremony. There's strength in a sanctity and a sacredness that comes with a practice. So we've talked about how to receive symbols and how to call on them. You say, hey, coyote, I call on you. Come into my life. Help me. Help me know if my friend is a trickster. Hey, whale. Whale. Um, I call on you to, uh, I don't know, let me know if, if I have uh, karmic karmic patterns I need to resolve. Can you show up in my life if I have karmic patterns I need to resolve? And look for whale. Obviously, discernment, we'll talk more about next week, but just stay away from phones. Just stay away from phones for a little bit. Get used to the response in the world around you, whether it be pictures in a book or signs on the freeway, or uh, stickers on the back of people's cars, or maybe uh, signs at the local Starbucks, or whatever it may be. Just keep your eyes up off screens. Screens are not the most reliable things at this time, and I'll, I'll define more next week how to incorporate screens in a healthy way, and how to use discernment. Um, when we when we go over that but for now don't use screens don't use computers don't use social media don't don't rely on messages from devices okay so symbology symbology has been around since the dawn of time i mean we have symbols for everything the sun is a symbol. The moon is the symbol. The star is a symbol. Wings are a symbol. A pen is a symbol. Like we, we associate meaning to literally every single thing in our lives. And when we receive certain symbols, you will have a basic understanding of messages. Uh, this is where divination such as a tea leaf reading or tarot cards or whatnot, etc. Like runes are another one, but specifically tea leaves and tarot oracle cards are great because they are riddled with symbols. Tea leaf reading is really just looking for specific symbols in your cup. 
and being able to discern those symbols in relation to where in the cup you found that particular symbol. And from that, you get a lot of information. In tarot and oracle readings, you can derive so much information for someone just through the symbols in the card. You don't even have to know what the card means. Half the time, I don't even look at the books. I just look at the card and the card tells a story, a story that is so loud and so vibrant that, I mean, I, I can get so much information off of a card and it'll, it'll speak. It'll speak for itself. So when we're looking at symbols, you want to make sure that you keep your mind open and you, when you receive a symbol from the universe, like with tea leaves, right? And say you pour yourself a cup of tea, you have some loose leaves in there, you're getting ready to do a tea reading because you want to know what to expect in the coming weeks. You're like, I need to know if this week is going to be a good week for me. You flip that teacup over and you look inside the cup. And at first it just looks like a bunch of little random tea, tea goops everywhere. But then you start to turn your cup and you notice there is three sticks and they've made a triangle. And when you think of a triangle, you think of pyramids. And those could be the pyramids of Egypt. They could, it could just, just be a pyramid for you. Maybe somebody else looking at your cup might see a triangle. And when they think of a triangle, they think of, uh, I don't know, uh, a caution sign. Maybe they're thinking of a caution sign when they see a triangle. But what is a triangle? A triangle is three sides. Three is a very magical number in a spiritual community. Uh, it has three points. It has three sides. Uh, in a way, it's it's a very magical shape. But triangles are also, uh, as a as a pyramid, foundationally one of the strongest structures man has ever made. They're very difficult to build. Pyramids take hundreds of thousands of people to build a pyramid, but they are very, very strong structures. And it's because their base is wider than their top. It has a very strong foundation. Energetically speaking, you can receive and transmit a lot of information through pyramids. So if I saw a pyramid in my cup and I'm going, you know, I'm going to work, I'm like, okay, so I'm going to be stable this week. Maybe I'm going to be sending out a lot of work. Maybe I'm going to be doing a lot of work, right? And then I look in my cup and I see a cat. Now, some people might see a cat as bad luck. Maybe some people see cat as flexibility. Maybe it's adaptability. Maybe it's being playful. Maybe it's magic. Once again, we got magic because cats are magical. They can see between dimensional planes. So when you're really looking at, you know, what's in your cup and the symbols and the various interpretations of your symbols, always take the first that comes to mind. Don't second guess yourself. Take that first guess. Write it down. 
put a pin in it. Like that is exactly what I, I'm going to go with. You can add on to it, add more depth to it, but don't ever just disregard something just because you're like, oh, that was stupid. I, that was a horrible. Nope. Your first guess will almost 99% of the time be the right assumption, the right guess. So trust that first intuitive um, message that comes through when you're looking at signs and symbols and symbology. You can always get a book of symbols. I have a book of symbols. It's a really useful book when you're trying to understand certain signs or symbols that come to you in dreams or visions that maybe you're not familiar with what they are and you can look them up and there's pictures alongside the symbols and my book is multicultural so it's like every sign and symbol that you could possibly think of the book is like super thick it's got several hundred pages in it um do I use it regularly hell no but when I do open it up and flip through when a symbol has come to me. I am usually pretty impressed with the information that comes in. I'm like, oh, look at that. I would have never even thought that that would be coming to me. Makes me think, why is this symbol? Why is this sign coming to me at this time? And I can start to integrate whatever lesson, whatever, um, whatever I'm meant to do into my life at that moment. And that is extremely powerful. Because where it would have taken me several months to, uh, you know, get clued in, because I'm kind of a ding-dong sometimes, I just, uh, I, I get it right away. I'm like, oh, okay, so this symbol is meant to be harmony, and if I'm seeing the symbol in my workspace, maybe I don't have harmony in my work. Maybe I'm not balanced in the things I'm doing. How do I get to there? How do I balance my work? How do I balance my work social life? How do I balance my work family life? Maybe that triangle is the fact that I'm not balancing my work social and family life. Huh? Maybe that's it. So that's how you can start to break all that down and, and start to, I mean, turn it into a game. I... I think the most exciting parts of my personal spiritual journey is when I started to see see everything like a game, like an adventure. Like I was discovering something for the very first time that no one else had, had you know, like I was the chosen one. This super special thing is happening to me. I didn't go around boasting about it when it was happening. I just felt really honored and grateful to have those moments happen when they did. And I got really excited. Uh, at the beginning, it was proving it wrong. It was proving it was just, it's just a coincidence. That's what it has to be. It couldn't be anything more. And then it was, wow, this is not just a coincidence. This is consistent. This is a consistent response I'm receiving when I do this practice. Okay. Uh, well, that's exciting. Like, thank you, whoever is responding to me. <laughs> thank you. Uh, now I just I gotta figure out who they are. 
So you can start to break it down that way. I'm assuming a lot of you are already pretty experienced in signs and symbols. And a lot of this is just catching, you know, like just touching base and checking, checking out what Rainbow's got to say this week about it. But don't take it so seriously. The more serious you take it, the less fun it is and the less signs will actually come through. Like, let it be a mystery. Let it be fun. Let the guides choose the way they deliver things. And let it be spontaneous and silly. And remember that it's a dialogue with your guides. It's a dialogue with your ancestors. It's a dialogue with your, you know, with, with spirit. Even your spirit. Or God. Or nature. The fairies. The angels. The ants, doesn't matter, doesn't matter. We all exist here. We all got spirit in us, no matter how big or small. We all have lessons to share. So let signs bring magic to your life and let symbols define what that magic means to you. And this can be a powerful tool to bring more of what you want into your life. To help you cultivate more of your power, more control over unknown elements, and help you gain that confidence you need to move into scary, unknown territory. All right. Well, that was this week's episode. And I am really, really excited to invite you guys back next week because I will be covering a controversial topic. As you know, I'll be talking about that discernment. Discernment of signs and symbols. How to be how to be careful. I'm going to be talking about cults. I'm going to be talking about about, you know, different different warning signs and red flags of knowing when your signs and symbols are false or when certain people are manipulating your signs and symbols or messages that you're trying to receive. And that is going to be, uh, well, a dangerous episode for me to put out there, but I hope you guys enjoy my leap of faith and risk that I'm going to take sharing my beliefs and my observations of the community and um i'm just going to preface next week with anything i say <laughs> uh just just know it's not meant to be offensive but it's meant to help you guys uh not everyone is honest and not everyone is genuine and a lot of people are in it for their own gain and it's important when you have a good heart and a naive childlike perspective on the world that you don't put yourself in compromising situations like I have and that you're able to avoid danger by making different choices than I have. So please join me next week and uh, wise up, wise up to the uh, shenanigans happening in our, in our world. Um, so I hope you guys have a great week. And if you enjoyed the show, 
uh, check out my Patreon. I actually recorded myself making this week's episode with every single cut and spoof and all the bloopers. And um, you should go check it out and join my Patreon for exclusive content like my art or stickers. You get stickers when you join, stickers and art that I've made. You get prints and merch. You get merch every few months. You guys should go check it out if you like Rainbows Rising. Okay, anyway, done with my plug. Hope you guys enjoyed today's episode, and I'm so proud of each and every single one of you for ascending together, for keeping with it, keeping with me, and enjoying the show every week. You guys are awesome, and I, I'm i just so grateful that you guys are out there just expanding your personal practice and learning, learning how to apply it to your life, because it takes a lot of determination and a lot of perseverance to... Make the changes you want to see in the world. I love you guys. I hope you have a wonderful day.
the center of your heart. The spirals of time open. Breathe in all that is you. Bring back all that was, all that is, all that was thought to be forgotten. You are on the shores of waking consciousness, 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 consciousness. Evoke the knowing. Evoke and embody the truth of every single cell of life that you are and always have been and always will be. Bring your mind in the center of your heart. Breathe. Breathe love. Embody love. Real love. For yourself. For others. And the source of all existence. There is only love. And love is enough. Deep in the center of your heart. You will find a truth awaiting you. In the silence, you will find the key to remember who you are and open ancient eyes. eyes, 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 eyes. Are you ready to ascend to the next level? This is Rainbow Raja, your spirit guide calling. Please be sure to keep all arms and legs inside your vessel at all times. I'm just here to remind you to take some time today. Support Rainbow's Rising podcast. Go join the Discord community. Check out the Patreon. Get some stickers, custom tarot cards. Check out the merch. The merch. You know you want to. Go connect with Rainbow Raja. Maybe even get a session. Who knows? Your support helps make this show possible. And she loves to support you. Help support her too. Once again, this is Rainbow Raja, your spirit guide. Guiding you to your ascension.